Coming up on TMS PM, the science of the sneeze fart. When you drunk call TMS. Dan, Dan, the tabletop man, and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. PM. (laughs) This is The Morning Stream, but it's not in the morning, it's at night. TMS PM. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to TMS PM. This is the PM edition of the morning stream. It's uh, Friday, March 8th, 2019. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Ibbett. Good afternoon. Hello, Scott Johnson. How much do you weigh today? Oh, we're going right into it, huh? I'll get to that other stuff. I'll get to it. it. I'll get to it. I just, this is important. We haven't heard it in a while. You just came back from Vegas and you ate a lot of crap there. So I ate a lot of crap. I went to a buffet. Don't forget, Mm -hmm. I ate... uh, Italian food because that was the convenient thing. I had croissant breakfasts. No, one one croissant breakfast and one crepe filled with Nutella breakfast oh. while I was there. Okay. Uh, I uh, uh, I've had king cake. Yeah. <laughs> since <laughs> okay. All right. Since this, so my transgressions should be expected. Correct. Mm-hmm. I am only. Point four pounds up wow. since last week. That's good. <laughs> that's a trip to Vegas. That's king cake. That's a buffet. That's Italian food. That's some uh, level of alcohol, right? You had a little bit of that in there. Much, muchly level of alcohol. Wow. Muchly. I'm impressed. Yeah. That must mean like your uh, metabolism adjusted or something, mm-hmm. or I don't know. Yeah, it's all so. on the right yep. track. That's great. Yeah, it's crazy. I was really, I was honestly going and thinking my, my bet was going to be two pounds. I'm like, all right, I'm going to be two pounds up and I'm, I'm accepting that I'm ready for it. I can be, right. I can accept this. Sure. And, uh, no, no, I was amazed. So, um, you know, it helped. I did go to the, uh, fitness center while I was at the hotel the fitness center at the MGM, uh, uh, park MGM is actually pretty nice. Mm-hmm. They've got lovely French doors for some reason. I've I don't know that. why. I heard that before. It's pretty, supposed to be very nice yeah. there now. Yeah, it is very nice. So um, anyway, and I've been exercising uh, ever since I got back. Tina's been gone. Usually Tina's absence makes me eat a little bit worse than I normally do. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. It's, uh, it's a scary thing, Scott. No, so no, I'm going to just be like, all right, cool. I think you've trained it, and now now that actually it's maybe even harder because like on this weekend you'll be going. Well, I did fine last time. I just, I, I know, uh, whatever. And then exactly. Big, yeah. I certainly could do that Freddy's Burgers because <laughs> I had a, uh, a buffet one week ago. Yeah. And I was fine. This is how they get you, man. You got to be careful. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm glad it worked out. That's awesome. I would like to talk just briefly about the scientific discovery I made about the sneeze fart. <laughs> I, saw this, I saw this video tweet. I hope you've got audio. Yeah, I do. Um, in fact, I'm going to play it now so we can hear it and people have context. It actually farts first and then sneezes. So sure. here it is. Okay, so you get the and then sneeze. That's actual Van Taylor or Van Taylor. Van uh, Van Straw, my little grandson. Van Helsing. Yeah, uh-huh. Van Helsing, exactly. Hunting vampires and farting and sneezing. Um, he does this every time. He farts, really? then sneezes. Not every time he farts, but every time so he's going to sneeze. farts, apparently, <laughs> is the problem. <laughs> what I've got what, fart allergies. What we've learned is every time he has to, f- that he has to sneeze, he will crank off a tutor right before he does. Right? Oh, that's hilarious. And it's pretty great, and you can listen to it all day. 
And these and these farts are just the cutest little nothing. They're really little... really cute. You, you know, it's funny. You're talking about how your snore sounds like uh, your dad. Uh, yeah. Van's uh, uh, farts uh, evoke evoke his grandpa. They sound like his grandpa. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. But I wanted to share that. So now you've heard this. Now you hear this. So there you go. Two, one <laughs> generation weird. apart from each other. There you go. There you have it. What's weird is the. Um, it sounds like it sounds like there's no edited space between the two because it gets really quiet for the sneeze, or you've just edited the sneeze so tightly that there's no I, audio so after I the I turned sneeze. so the radio's on in the room when she when she filmed this, and the sneeze yeah. is so loud compared to the fart that I that I toned oh. down the sneeze. So the only editing is I adjusted volume on the sneeze down and left the fart at full volume. Gotcha. Which, so yeah, if you yeah, hear yeah. it, okay. if you listen carefully. <laughs> So you can hear the music kind of go away a little bit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes. Anyway, it's pretty cute. Oh, that's fantastic. He's upstairs sleeping right now, in fact, because they're over for uh, dinner tonight. Yeah, it's a good time. Nice. Uh, all right. Good hey, uh, we also got a phone call I would like to play at the top of the show because sometimes Chad from South Carolina calls in drunk, and I'm pretty sure he did oh, this time. Oh, good. Chad from South Carolina. Love it. Mm-hmm. All right. It's been a while, I have to say. I was on his show. Had a great time on there. Finally got that worked mm-hmm. out. Nicest guy in the world. Been listening to us and me forever. And... Uh, he called in. It doesn't even matter. The topic of the call doesn't actually matter. It's just him. I'm sure that he's drinking because it sounds like drunk Chad. And secondly, I am sure that he was only thinking that the phone wasn't working, but it was working fine. So anyway, I'll play it. <laughs> you'll get it, you'll get the context as I play it. Here you go. Hey, Scott. Chad from South Carolina. I was um, listening to um, Night Attack, the movie, the movie draft thing and you had just said something and i was laughing my ass off i don't think i I had to stop the show because i had to call you i don't think they're going to to is that the end of the call is that where it it stops yeah he gets mad because he thinks it's not working and kind of yells at it (laughs) drops an f-bomb which i bleeped here i'll play that last part again I had to call you. I don't think they're going to to. Is he working? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he, is. He was working. He was really <laughs> mad. He was super mad, and then he hung up. And then he did actually call back. And now I'm even more convinced that he's drunk because the actual question was just about a John Lithgow film that was I was confusing with a different movie. But he knew what I meant because he says he's listened long enough, and it was fine. That was all great and everything. But Chad, I had to share your broken call, buddy. I hope you're okay with that. Uh, we mean nothing but the happiest feelings when we play your call. Oh, absolutely. You can, I want to go drinking with Chad. Yeah, no, he seems like a party every day and every night. Yeah, that guy. for sure. Anyway, so there's that. Also, you're seeing Excellent. Uh, Captain <laughs> Marvel today. I am. So the, the original plan, yeah. when I bought tickets back on February 7th, Whoa. a little over a month ago, because it's like, oh, tickets go on sale, I'm buying them. And I decided, here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to buy four tickets, and Tina and I are on the A-list. So technically, I bought three tickets from my account. Tina bought one ticket from her account, and one of my seats was free, and her seat was free because it all fits into that oh, AMC A-list thing, right, right? right? Sure. And I decided, all right, well, what I'm going to do is go down the list of the couples I know who would want to go see this and offer it to the first one. If they turn it down, then offer it to the second one. I thought, all right, a month is enough enough lead time to do something like this. Mm-hmm. First people I contact, my an- my uncle and aunt, my ankle and aunt. Your ankle and aunt. Uh, <laughs> my ankle and aunt. Uh, George and Barb, because George, of course, is the biggest Marvel fan I know. And uh, 
uh, he immediately says, yes, we'll take him. We're in. And, uh, and I'm like, all right, good. No need to go further down the list. Mm-hmm. I'm set. Excellent. Yeah, you have your couple. Fast forward to yesterday. Uh-oh. Uh, March 7th, one month after I bought the tickets and the day before the film. Now, I believe... And I'm working on this assumption that AMC has a deal. Well, let me, let me I'll, yes, I'll, I'll give, I'll, I'll kind of break the bad, bad news. George said, oh, darn it. Sorry, we can't make it. Is it, you know, can you find somebody else to go? If not, then we'll pay for the tickets. Right. Like, and, like, and he sends this to me at 7.05 p.m. March 7th, which is 24 hours and five minutes before the beginning of the film. Yeah, because normally you and need 24 think- hours to cancel, right? Exactly. If yeah. you cancel within five minutes, or if you cancel before 24 hours before your film starts, you can get your money back. So I'm like, well, okay, I guess I can't really start offering it to anybody else. The next on the list would have been like the Spagnolos or Civ or something like that to see sure. if they could arrange a babysitter. Probably not going to be able to arrange a babysitter in less than 24 hours, plus less than five minutes, yeah. <laughs> let alone, you know, figuring out less than five minutes before the show. So Are I'm the like, crazy right, neighbors gonna... no good for this sort of thing? They don't like Marvel no. movies? No. Okay. Right. No, and, and as much as I love doing everything else with the crazy neighbors, I don't like going to movies with the crazy neighbors because they're talkers. <laughs> okay. They are they are the people that um, that my type A personality when it comes to being in a movie theater just is like, no, don't talk. No, no, I don't care. If you need to go get popcorn, go get popcorn. Don't need to tell us about it. Just yeah, go. Yeah, that would drive me Don't crazy. ask me who that person is. Just watch the movie. It'll be explained. You know, that sort of thing. Sure. Everything else. I love doing with the, with the crazy neighbors, but going to movies. Actually, you know what? I take that back. Seeing uh, Mary Poppins with them was a blast because... Oh, yeah. Because she's a huge fan, right? She's a huge in. fan. She started singing along with the music and clapping her hands at exciting parts and stuff like that. That's that's my favorite movie experience with that. I wonder if they would have but, been fun at the Bohemian Rhapsody thing because she's a big Queen fan, isn't she? You've told me before. She is, yeah. 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 She might have been. Uh, they both are. They, they would have been. Uh, they would have probably been great. And they would have sung along with that, but they would have gotten all the lyrics wrong because yeah. that's also their thing. But they sing along a, with the stuff, Yeah, but they always get lyrics wrong. And if there's superpowers, magic laser swords forget it you're not taking them to those movies right like i that's oh yeah no no there's no there's no point yeah (laughs) so uh uh so it's like all right i'm just gonna go and cancel the tickets and so i go into the amc uh site and i go uh, says view your tickets and i see my tickets and i see that i've got two tickets paid for and one ticket free uh it says request refund i click the two paid tickets hit all right refund my money perfect all right good deal then I notice that my ticket says G5. Oh, no. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. Did we have G4, G5, G6? <laughs> and then I immediately call Tina. She's in El Paso right now. Mm-hmm. She's getting, she's flying back from El Paso right now. I text her and say, open up your AMC app really quick and let me know what seat you have. She says, oh, I've got G3. Why? <laughs> so we've got, we've got G3 and G5. Which means when I deleted the tickets, deleted the seats, um, and it didn't give me the option. I said buy three seats, and AMC stuck my free one right in the middle. I don't know why they would do that, but whatever. But uh, uh, that means that four and six are now are, are officially open. Okay. And I don't know if somebody maybe said, well, I'll buy those two seats, and I'll just ask the person in the middle if they don't mind moving one way or the other. You know, I could uh, see that happening if they see those two seats on the on the app available. Right. I'm hoping that's the case. Or at least if the person is solo, we should be able to say, 
do you mind? AMC screwed up our tickets and and separated oh, us. Oh, totally. One. Yeah, I'll bet you can get them to move, but that's annoying because yeah. now you have to deal with it. You know, now I have to talk to oh, people. No. Nobody wants to talk to anybody. Oh, and I don't want to movies. Ugh. I don't want to owe the person who's going to be talking or chewing loudly or <laughs> taking their shoes off. Did I tell you about that when we saw? I think it was what was the last movie I saw in the theaters? What Men Want or Happy Death Day Two? One of those two yeah. fabulous Oscar-worthy uh, films. <laughs> the person to the right of me, yeah. the group of four people, did their little recliners, and then they took their shoes and their socks off and started rubbing their toes on the glass that divides. Not half cool. <laughs> Not cool, the dude. Line of glass. I know. It's like, what are you doing? Why? Oh, I'd be so mad. Were you mad? You're probably really mad. I, I was mad. mad. I, mean, I don't know if they were red socks, but they were barefoot. It was like, <laughs> you know, on the on the glass with their bare feet. <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you doing that? Is there a worse sound than somebody's wet, nasty, freaking smelly feet oh, rubbing on the glass? No. Plexiglass? It doesn't stink, but still is like, what? what's, you know. Yeah, what are you doing? Dude, can you only enjoy a film if you take your shoes off? Maybe it's, you should stay home then. It should be a law, I'm telling you right now. There ought to be a law. It's pretty gross. Uh, yeah. Did you uh, okay? So, but that's so that's what right after this we're done today, and then you're out. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Basically, show's done. I uh, meet Tina outside. We hop in the car. We drive to see the movie. It's that's fantastic. That, that's good. That quick. I'm yeah. I'm jealous because we were Carter and I were planning on going earlier today, uh, yeah. and she had something come up. I totally no no one saw it coming. She had to take care of it, so she was gone most of the day. And she was super sad about it. But uh, we're gonna get it. We're gonna get it together and try to see it tomorrow sometime. I don't know when. And so uh, you have. So when you when you send me a text tonight, uh, earlier you said I'll send you five five spoilers. Only one is true. Right. I like that game. I like. I'm that gonna game. say four things that happen in the film. Yeah. Or five. I'm gonna send you five things that happen in the film. Four of which will be lies. Yeah. Four of which will be totally <laughs> untrue. And I want to because that's kind of a fun game. I want to see if I can figure out what you lied about. Yeah. 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 So do that, will you? That'll be fun. I'll watch for it. Okay, we'll do. Uh, all right, <laughs> we're gonna roll. <laughs> we're gonna roll right into Dan. Dan, the tabletop man. Oh yeah, that's right. Dan's back. Right on. Apparently, he's got right some on. awesome story to tell us. So, very excited about this. Oh my gosh, it's so loud. Hi, is this Dan? Hi, is this Scott? Ooh, that's a sexy, <laughs> sexy voice reply I just got from Dan. So How are sultry. you? I'm good, man. I feel like we haven't seen you for a while. All our schedules didn't align right in the last few weeks, and it sucked. So it's really good, that, good to have you back, man. Yeah, well, great to be back. I just got a notification that I got um, tickets tonight for Captain Marvel. I got G4. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know where anybody that will be sitting around. Oh, and that's right. And you yes. have this rule where you won't budge from whatever you're assigned, right? You just have right. to be there. Yeah. Right, and I, I actually my... like to lean out so that I'm kind of <laughs> hugging the two people next to me. It really makes them uncomfortable, but I, I just like to Tell show the love. Tell about your shoes situation. Yeah, you keep your you shoes on. Sure. Actually, um, my wife was just making fun of me this week because I'm very much a socks and shoes guy almost at all times. Yeah. Yeah. Because my kids and my wife love to run around outside, and I'm like, put your damn socks and shoes on, would you? Same, like, dude. <laughs> Especially in North Carolina. You're going to go out there and get, like, those chigger things, those those rabid oh. little freaking biting bugs that eat yeah. your feet. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They're the worst. Yeah, and it's, I, I just it just drives me insane. I, I just... I have a hand thing and a feet thing. I just don't like those dirty. So just seeing people's feet out, it would drive me insane if they were sitting next to me at a movie theater. Well, good thing you're not yeah. sitting between Brian and Tina because Brian does not keep his feet <laughs> or his hands clean. I thought I heard that they held feet. They don't like to hold hands. They held feet in the theater. So that would be a little <laughs> weird right, to yes. be across me. That's like exactly that. what Tina and I do, yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my gosh! Snugglers. Just we played footsie that. the whole time. Yeah, just picture that for a minute, everybody listening. We actually we put uh, kernels of popcorn on our feet and try and flick them into our mouths. Uh, <laughs> that is a classy thing to do. A little extra seasoning, a little extra cheese on there. Mm-hmm. That's right, exactly. Oh, did we get kettle corn? Yum. <laughs> Uh, well, all right. On that happy note, hey Dan, you said to me normally you come on and we, you know, we'll have a fun little, uh, maybe a moment or two about some uh, something in, in your business, your world of of uh, uh, pharmacies and and drugs and weirdos and all that, and it's always fun. And then we go on to board games. You let drop earlier to me on a text that you have a really great pharmacy story to tell me or pharmaceutical well, it's, it's story. Well, it's not necessarily a great story. I kind of it's just kind of one of these uh WTF stories. So, I didn't and I don't know if you guys saw this. This was uh, I think it happened on Valentine's Day. So, it's not a great happy go lucky story. But mm. close by us in Garner, North Carolina, that is the uh if you you may remember a Scotty McCreary. He's mm. from Garner, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yes, American he, Idol winner Scotty McCreary. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh a pharmacist was working in a Walgreens in uh North Carolina in Garner. And a guy came in, and it was a patient that they knew. Apparently, this guy—I uh, don't know—I don't know what kind of drugs or, or what it, you know. I don't know if it was an opioid thing or just somebody just trying to uh, get something too soon. But they couldn't give his meds, uh, and the guy shot the pharmacist and the technician. That's not good. It, no, no, not good Jeez, at all. That's bad. They, they uh, the technician is still in a hospital, and he's and you know we're all. Hopefully he's, uh, you know, hopefully he's getting better. The pharmacist just left the hospital uh, recently, within the last week or so. And I want to say, um, I, I know I don't want law, I don't want the law geek to uh, legal geek to get mad at me. Allegedly shot the pharmacist. Uh, right? Okay, yeah, he'll get all over you for that. He'll, yeah, I know. And that and, uh, man's name but, was Scotty Mc. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it's uh, it's just crazy how uh, the, the type of stuff. You know, I've had some wacky things. I haven't been in retail in like 10 years, thank God. But, I mean, some of the, the weirdest stuff you had. I had a guy who was got mad at us for one reason or another. And he uh, said that he, he had hepatitis, which we, which we knew. But he licked the $20 bill and put it on a counter. Oh. So he, he said, I hope you get hepatitis. I'm so mad at you. Wow. Oh, my God. Hold yep. on. Why? What? Because you wouldn't do what for him? What was it? It was probably, it was something along the lines like, you know, Hey, uh, your prescription will be 15 minutes, you know, stuff like that. It was something so okay. minor and the guy was Jeez. mad at us that night, probably having a bad day and just, just, you know. I cannot, actually there is not say, a scenario I can think of in any part of my life where my, that I would ever come to the point that I would lick a thing and put it on the table and say, I hope you get hepatitis. I can't imagine where I'd have to be mentally yeah. to do that. Unbelievable. Yeah. I had also had a guy and this, this was one of the stranger ones. So forgeries are are, are pretty rampant in the pharmacy world. Oh, and sure, this guy yeah. made a photocopy of his Oxycontin prescription. Mm. This is even before, I mean, this is so far ago, like this is, there was no, nothing even thought of the crisis, but people were still making, you know, forgeries of different controlled substances. He had Oxycontin yeah. prescription. He for, he took a photocopy, it cut it out like it was a prescription, but the idiot didn't even try to change like the date on it or anything. He brought it to the <laughs> same pharmacy and tried to hand it to us. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, this looks really familiar. So we went ahead and looked back at the old scripts because you got to keep all that stuff on file. Yeah. And we, when he called, when he came back in and we told him, no, we couldn't fill it. You know, it's, it's a, it's a photocopy of the old prescription. He tried to say, oh, I, I must have gave you the wrong one. I make those photocopies for my own records. And I was like, wow, mm, not uh, quite sure. Yeah. And he got so mad at us. And I didn't even call the cops or anything. He got so mad. He, he said, I'll be waiting outside for you when you go to your car tonight. So, oh, wow. So and threat and everything. Okay. He comes in two weeks later, comes in to fill a regular, you know, a, a normal prescription. <laughs> comes, comes in two, in two weeks later. later. Are you ever going to come outside? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
no, he's, we're like, sir, we, we can't fill scripts for you here anymore. You're going to have to transfer out. He's like, what? I'm like, you threatened me yeah. to beat me, to, to fight me in a parking lot. He goes, oh, no, 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 I wouldn't do something like that. I was like. <laughs> so, all right, I got a, th- a question, and maybe it's a dumb question. But the pharmaceutical industry and its and, and, and things surrounding it, including the, the, the customer-facing end of it, which you have to deal with a lot, has always been a, a a cool profession, a an honorable one with with the you know the people would come in ring ring oh it's old Bill with his need for the thing here it is Bill thanks for coming for in years, ring ring the number one trusted profession for years and years and then they used to flip flop with nurses all the time pharmacists have gone down to like five through ten recently yeah. and it's probably all because of uh, you know social media and everybody thinks we're overcharging everything but I'm sorry go back to your question well that it kind of leads to me it's actually good that you said that because I think that's kind of along the lines that I'm making my assumptions is it do you think that it as the as the people who walk in get worse you know mm-hmm. guys licking twenty dollar bills and stuff like that do you think that that's just put a pox on your on your job like do you feel like that's just unfairly making you guys look like you because ha- I mean, you have to deal with this riffraff and then that riffraff has a Twitter account, you know? Oh, right. So well, they- there's, there's two things that are at work now. Like we live in a society where every, it's instant gratification for everything. Everybody, you know, fast food, everybody wants everything yesterday and they don't realize right. that, you know, things take time. I mean, we are really healthcare professionals and we have to make sure that what we're giving you not only is the right thing, that it's still not going to kill you. You know, right, sometimes, right. you know, if, if it's got a, a penicillin allergy, the doctor sometimes will still write the penic- for penicillin. Mm. And we've got to be there to make sure that he doesn't keel over that night. <laughs> so those things take time. And I don't blame people for getting aggravated for, you know, being, uh, you know, waiting a while. Because where do people go first? They go to the doctor's office. And I've been to the doctor's office. You go in there, you wait. And then you go to the doctor, you, know, you go to your waiting room, you wait some more. Then the doctor comes in, he goes out, you wait some more. So you've already been through the ringer. So I have nothing but just utmost you know, respect for people that are already annoyed when they get to us. And then we tell them it's going to be another 20 hours more. And then they get mad at us. So that's, it's hard to tell people to have more patience after. And sometimes they're with sick kids and you gotta, you're, you're trying to get them out of there as quick as possible because not only is their kids sick and they don't feel good, but they've been dealing with it all day. So mm-hmm. that also is hard. It's just... It's not necessarily those acute things that, you know, that you have to deal with. And those are fine. It's when day after day somebody comes in. The hardest part is uh, on their bottle, on, on your bottle, it says no refills remaining. They come in. They're like, I'm out of medicine. Uh, refill this. I'm like, well, there's no refills. You got to call your doctor. Oh, what do you got to do that for? The other guy would just give it to me in a bottle. No. no. Right. <laughs> and that's when they get mad. And you're like, that. those are the harder ones to deal with. Or you know, and the insurance company that, that wants people to be, have to have the last, you know, usually insurance companies will give you, you know, 25% of your, as long as you've gone through 75% of your month supply, you can refill it. Mm. And some insurance companies want you to go like to the last day. And that makes us look bad because we're like, no, your insurance company is saying you can't, we can't fill this right now. So we can't bill it. I mean, Mm. we can give it to you, but you got to pay for it. And that sucks too. There's just, it's more insurance is ruining everything. The amount the cost of everything is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Uh, and a lot of, and a lot of times for good reasons, but sometimes it's not, Mm. I mean, sometimes these drugs don't cost as, and they cost a lot more than they really should. And that's pain in the butt. You know, every time anybody goes opioid, uh, crisis or something, my brain goes, Dan has to deal with those people. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Sees it on a daily basis from those yahoos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which oh, sucks. we had a doctor that used to write for five and 600 Oxycontin at a time, and he was a psychiatrist. Ooh. Uh, and 
he lost his license, surprisingly enough, but he he actually came in and was yelling at us because we refused to fill something for a huge amount because he's like, well, I'm treating their pain. I'm like, you're a psychiatrist. Well, they're still in pain and I'm treating it. I'm like, we, well, we can get into like ethics of all that stuff. But man, that was crazy. Yeah. And this was, and you're still talking 15 years ago before everything got crazy. Yeah, and then he licked your face and said, there's your hepatitis and ran out. <laughs> uh, well, all right. That sounds like a, another amazing week in the life of Dan Patrice. But you also play a lot of really cool tabletop stuff. Yes, so I do. Tell me and, today, um, what do you got? So I heard your your daughter, and you, you've got family over tonight. Yeah, we do. We, well, my daughter, uh, my son-in-law, and then little boy are all over tonight. So when you have family gatherings like this, a good thing to play. You remember uh, Yahtzee? Oh, yeah. You, got, you remember Yahtzee? Mm -hmm. Of course. Right now. Yeah. The, the big type of games that are very, very popular and are catching on like crazy are what they call roll and write, where you're basically rolling and writing things down on paper and stuff. So they're, okay. they've coined it roll and write. And Yahtzee was pretty much like the original roll and write. Mm -hmm. So now a lot of games are coming out, and they're basically your perfect gathering games. There was a game called Quicks that's in Target now and things like that. So a couple of ones that I wanted to point out to you guys. One of the best games of last year was a game called Ganshan Clever. It's because it's German. It's called That's So Clever. It's out now in the U.S. It's by uh, Stronghold Games. Gonson Clever. It's also available oh. uh, on iOS. Yeah. And so the thing about this is, and this is going to probably scare you just looking at this piece of paper. So, <laughs> Oh, my piece, gosh. Ah! So it, okay. it looks really, really intimidating, but it's one of those where the second you know what you're doing, yeah. it all just makes uh -huh. sense. Okay. And this is you absolutely without a doubt, Johnson, and, and you too, a bit. Buy this yeah. game on iOS when you're done with the show tonight because – if it, especially you, you'll sit. You can sit there waiting for your movie. You'll play this game yeah. about ten times while you're waiting for your movie. Really? On, okay. I think it's only it like three. Look, it does look crazy. I'm looking at the score sheet right now with the little blue and yellow section. Yeah, green that section. looks hardcore. Well, so what you do is you're you're basically rolling all the different colored dice, yeah. and the person whose turn it is will pick one die, uh, and they'll use that. You know, they'll cross off a, a, a section of their board, and then anything that's less, the number is less than that die gets put into the side, kind of, it calls it on a bowl. They put it on, you're basically putting it to the side. You get to use three dice in your turn, and of the dice that are left over, all the other people on the table get to use one of those dice, whichever one they want, and they cross it off. So you're constantly doing something on other people's turns, which is pretty cool too. Mm. And then, uh, you know, as you're crossing off other things, you'll triggering, you know, you may be able to use an extra die, or you get a re-roll, or you get to cross off another section. So it's everything kind of, you get this really cool combo feel to it. Mm. So that's what makes it really, really good. Now, there's also the sequel to this. It's called Doppel Shell Sean Clever. It's like double show so clever. Don't mess with that one yet. Get this one because that one is really freaking hard. But the uh, Gon Sean Clever uh, is really, really good, and I highly recommend it. It's perfect for those gatherings where you, it's just a beer and pretzels or just very chill game where you're sitting around, you know, just watch TV or you're figuring having dessert and stuff like that, just rolling some dice and crossing off some things. And you, now, and you, and it's a German. Uh, this is a German-made deal. It's an original, yes. It's a, it's originally from German, but it is out now in the states. I think it's only about twenty dollars from Stronghold Games. Okay. It's uh, the designer is Wolfgang Warsh. He's really hot. He had two or three games up uh, in the um, in the Spiel des Jahres and the uh, Kenner Spiel des Jahres last year. Um, another really good roll and write. Fleet the dice game. Fleet. Fleet, like uh, as if you had a, a fleet of, uh, you know, you're on the high seas. Like oh, 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 right. Fishing boat captain. A fleet. Yeah, got it. Fleet no. the fleet. dice game. So now what's crazy about this, and this, you you want your mind blown even more. This one has two sheets. Oh, look at that, Brian. <laughs> Good and, Lord. Oh my God. Man. Oh, my God. Again, it, it even makes even more sense when you're uh, when you learn it again. So you're going to be 
uh, you're getting different licenses. You know, different. You're you're basically a boat captain. You're gonna get shrimp, shrimp, uh, shrimp boat. You get a shrimp boat captain, you get a shrimp license, uh, a cod license, a lobster, swordfish, oyster, all things like that. And each one of them comes with a, uh, it gives you basically a player power. And you're going to be kind of rolling the dice, and then each person is going to draft one of the dice, and it's going to let you do something. Whether it's going to let you do something in the harbor or the market, or even just get you uh, to cross off another section of the, you know, the licenses. Uh, And then the next person drafts one, and then when the last person drafts one, there'll be one die left, and then everybody gets to do that thing. And you're basically getting income. It's real simple. You're just kind of getting points at the end. Uh, you do this about 10 rounds. But again, very, very chill. A real fun, light drafting game. Again, you have to learn the game. But once you learn it, it makes total sense. And it's uh, very, very easy. Johnson, you'd love both of these games. Mm. Uh, and I know, and this actually is also being developed for an app. It's not out yet, but it's being developed. I think it'll be out probably sometime in the fall. Yeah, watching these guys play on table, it looks very uh, like this could be software. You know, it's that kind of totally. game. Oh, so yeah. I'm looking at the uh, the uh, uh, board game geek page, and somebody just brilliantly has done those like slide in sheet protectors, and they're just using dry erase on that. Yep. So they just that's brilliant. Why wouldn't yeah? It's like why wouldn't right, you do that? Well, you can absolutely laminate them and use uh, dry erase markers for yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So uh, I don't know if you knew this, Dan. Yep. But at uh, our TMS Vegas meetup in April. It's looking very likely like we're going to have a bunch of board games there. Now, I'm not saying Dan has to change his plans and make an emergency trip to Vegas to hang out with oh, us. Oh, he does. He does. Oh, I swing right. by the pharmacy on on your way there, and uh, <laughs> I have yeah. a list of things I need you to pick up for yeah, me. Yeah, Brian's got some stuff. You know what? I keep forgetting. I remember hearing you say something about it, but I'll have to find out what the weekend it is, and uh, and I might have to do something yeah, about that. Yeah, because it, it yeah. could be just a fun little getaway. No pressure, no hype. You know, Nerdtacular is a very stagey kind of intense thing this is way more chill and the saturday stuff we're planning would would have a bunch of board games and and people chilling you know board game style chilling that's right so uh you you know i'll I'll text you the details and you can decide i don't no pressure i just want to put it out (laughs) there i'd love to man just to hang out with you guys and and play some board games and and chill. Yeah, and there are people so of, in our chat room who'd love to meet you. Yes, sorry, go ahead. Oh, Ryan. for sure. So one of the things I picked up recently when I was at, um, we had a Denver Tadpole meetup a while back, and we played this game that somebody had brought. It wasn't one of the ones at the at the board game place, but somebody had brought it, and it was a climbing game where you had little bricks, all the different colored bricks, and you could only move up one step. And so you could either place a brick here or place a brick over there. Mm-hmm. And the object was to kind of get your guy up to the top. And he was saying that there's a newer one that's more modernized or, or more. Um, I think the bits are a little better on it. I think it's, I think it's called the Climbers. Is it? Uh, Santorini is the one that I. Oh, that's a different one. Oh, okay, so there is one that's. Santorini is, is it's really cool. The base game of Santorini. Uh, I mean, well, basically, it looks amazing. The base game of Santorini is pretty good. It's very much a puzzle where you're trying to get those little guys to the top, like you said, with the bricks. Actually, look yeah. up the climbers, too, because the way you ex- d- described it, you'd be like, oh, wow, I did just describe the climbers. But mm-hmm. the Santorini, the, when you use the uh, kind of advanced game of Santorini, oh, yeah. there's uh, yep. player powers. Everybody drafts or or you get random right. uh, player powers. Power. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah, the climbers The climbers was the one that the guy brought. Okay. Uh, he brought he brought a, um, a pre-release version of the climbers. That's the one he, we bought or he brought. And then he says, "Oh yeah, there's there's another one called Santorini that adds these like god powers," and that was actually on Amazon yesterday for seventeen bucks. I'm like, "Oh, I'm grabbing that. I love that game." Ooh, Santorini for seventeen bucks. Santorini That's a great for deal. seventeen bucks. Is that a good deal? I don't know. Wow, which it seems all right. Ooh. I mean, there's not a whole lot in the box, but it's still a pretty good deal for for that game. It's a cool looking oh these meeples. Yeah, look at that base, right? Yeah. That uh, the mountainy base. 
craggy deal. Oh, it's, I'm all about that base. That base. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Santorini better than than the climbers. The climber is also very much a puzzle, but it kind of becomes very very mathematical towards the end. I mean, Santorini can too, but those player powers just add a whole nother layer and a lot of a lot of fun to it. Mm. Oh yeah, and it's still 17 bucks. I'll put a link in the chat room right there. Ain't got it's no cool. Santorini. Now you can get it for $15, $17. That's right, 17 bucks. <laughs> Normally 30 get it for 17 Hey, Dan, yeah. uh, do you – I know we've never – I don't think we've ever talked about this. We're always talking about different tabletop experiences. But do you or have you or are you playing or plan to or have in the past played D&D on a regular basis at all? I have in the past. Yeah. Uh, I haven't – the hardest thing is getting a regular group together to, to play regularly. But, man, I would love to play again. I just haven't – uh, it's been years. I mean, I grew up. That was one of the first games I played for years. I mean, I have, I still have first edition books in my oh garage. Oh my gosh, that's awesome! Mm. You should hang on to those, especially the art books. They're so cool. Oh yeah, that stuff's ridiculous. And, well, the reason I, I love D and D is the greatest. Well, it's the, so reason, much fun. the reason I ask is, uh, I played a bunch when I was a kid, and then long chunk of time where I didn't touch it, just for whatever reason, I just didn't. Probably the same thing. Didn't have the group I wanted, or friends I was working with, or whatever, didn't seem interested. And it wasn't until this uh, There Will Be Dungeons thing that we're now a year into that I really started to play like a meaningful game again mm -hmm. um, with a few exceptions in between little small one-offs and stuff. And man, I forgot how much I love that thing. And so every time you're on, I'm like, I need to ask Dan how he feels about D&D &D, or if he's got an opinion about it in, in the more modern how do you context. Feel about D &D? It, it, it sounds like you're you're down with it. You're down with the D&D. &D. Oh, I love, man, just getting into characters. You know, there there's a lot of fun with just getting into the meat and potatoes of like the, the you know, just the, the stats and the rules and stuff. But, you know, the game systems, but just kind of getting into the world and role playing. Mm hmm. That, I mean, that's great. It's I mean, so much fun. And you guys got a perfect brain for to run you guys through. I mean, Bo is his brain is uh, it's it's cavernous and wide. Yes, it so. should be studied. <laughs> it should be studied. It's got fecal matter on it. It's a weird place to be. But also, I'd say this: uh, Gloomhaven is a good example of like a more modern, not take on D and D, but there are elements there, right? Absolutely. So uh, Gloomhaven is exactly. I said it's the game that I waited my whole life for because it's tabletop D&D &D and it's co-op. So yeah. you're playing since you're playing against the game, but it feels like you're playing D&D &D because you have control over what your character is doing. Uh, but there's also this whole world you're leveling up, you're you're getting items, and then you can you know, you can unlock other characters and then you could retire and then it's like starting up a new character. I so I mean Haven. it's I just, so good. Should I just get it? I should just get it. Is it like a nine hour? You got to donate like nine hours to it, right? Every time you, you touch it. Oh, man. So let me let me tell you, Scott, don't get it because you'll <laughs> never play it. I'm not even kidding. I would love you to have this, but you're never playing this. You don't think I'll ever play Gloomhaven? No. Okay. Not unless not unless me and Ibbit lived uh, next door to you and, and yeah. we were saying, all right, Friday night we're playing Gloomhaven. Yeah. I've played Gloomhaven. We've done 16 scenarios. Each time we get together, we play for eight or nine hours and we play about three, two or three scenarios. Mm. Wow. And we've been playing it now since... Uh, probably two or three Super Bowls ago, we, we started at a Super Bowl is when we started the first night. And we played the whole night. So, yeah, we've been playing a long time, and we're only I've, we've retired our first character recently, and that's it. Well, so that's how long we played. What's the uh, what would you recommend in terms of number of players? I know it can support up to a certain number, but what would you say? I would say three or four max. Um, okay. I wouldn't go too too high because then it's hard to get everybody together. That's what that's why we've taken us so long because it's hard to put that much time together and get the three people together. But three is a really good number. Um, it's a very good. I mean, you and Kim, if 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 she can hammer you down and she can get the rules and and make you play it. Then you guys would love it because you can play it too because it scales the rules scale the the, the um, difficulty scales so you can play it too no problem 
but yeah, I think even for says, a group to really love it. It says here you can play alone, which I, I, I don't know if anyone's tried that or not, but it says oh, you yeah. can. Oh, it's a huge solo game. You can actually run yourself with two players. through. A lot of people uh, that I've heard will just keep it set up in their game room, and they'll just play it solo. It'll be like, you know, just go in there every other weekend or something, and they'll just sit down and they run their own two, two uh, characters through it. Should I wait uh, and see what the video game's like when that's done? Oh, absolutely get the video game because we have got to get a group to go to play that once yeah. it comes out. They they haven't released started releasing any sort of keys yet. I keep I keep hounding them over there for it, but they're, they're not ready for that yet. OK, keep bugging them. And because you're the board game guy with all the con uh, the connections, you just keep bugging them, dude. Oh, yeah. I'll get us a bunch of keys and we'll get three or four of us to go start playing through there. OK, nice. I would. Oh, I would nice. so do this. All right. I'm in. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, uh, Love it. hanging with Dan is always a pleasure. Dan, is there anything else you want to mention? Uh, people can find you that sort of thing before we go. Oh, uh, nice and easy. Just uh, check me out on Twitter at Geek Jock Blog and check out the Geek All Stars podcast. Do that. Those are both good things. Dan, I hope nobody uh, licks any more money. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll see you later. Gosh dang it, May dude. your $20 bills be saliva free. I'd be so annoyed if that were if that oh, happened totally. to me. I'd be like, yeah. gosh dang it, dude. What kind of disgusting pig like behavior? It's almost assault, you know? I yes, mean, it's, it is almost assault. It's right there. I would almost prefer mm. you go ahead and assault me at that point so I can react. Hit me because, exactly, yeah. Erg. <laughs> Uh, all right, that's going to do it for that. Uh, let's do some quick Twitter questions. We do have yeah. some time for that. And uh, oh, let's yeah. see. Wait, where's... I can't... Oh, I am on the wrong tab. Here it is. And oh, you can always Twitter. follow me on Twitter. All right, this is where we take your Twitter questions. The Ask TMS hashtag on Twitter is where we do it. And uh, I'm bringing them up now. Uh, there's going to be a bunch of your scattered in here that are Wendy uh, questions because we used the same oh, hashtag right, the other day. That. Yeah, that's all right. We'll do our best to answer Wendy questions too. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what we can do here. Um, all right. Uh, Lowy D asks, this is a good question. Now that Wendy is back in the States, does Scott have to give her back her hammock? Uh, no. She left it with us when they, they went to Sweden and then she has not asked for it back. I asked her about it. She says, that's too much of a pain. You guys keep it. I said, all right. So we still have the hammock. Nice. Uh, here's another one from, oh, Amanda Lawson says, uh, you've probably heard of it by now, especially with all your love of Mad Max Fury Road and so on, but would you ever consider going to Wasted or Wasteland Weekend, which is kind of like Burning Man for Mad Max fans. Right, but it's Mad Max Burning Man. Yeah. Um, Burning Mac. But <laughs> it's Burning, <laughs> it's Bernie Mac. It's the Bernie Mac Festival. It's Bernie Mac. It's the Bernie Mac Con. Yeah. Yes. Very exciting. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I'd consider it more than I would Burning Man because it's a thing I like, and maybe I'd want to see it once, but I think I'm past this point of I don't need to live out my fantasy in that harsh of a way. Like, mm -hmm. I, I can enjoy my love of all things post-apocalyptic through books and film and music and other things. I don't, in art, I don't need to go... And just be a dirty, disgusting pig for a week, right. and pee on the dirt and eat awfully awful food. Like I don't, I don't need that in my life. I, it's yeah, no. not. I, yeah. Maybe when I was like, if I was in my twenties, early twenties, and you just don't care about anything, yeah, I'd probably go. But mm -hmm. Now I'm just like, man, I don't think so. You know, I need my favorite camping no, spot is a hotel room, things like that. I have no desire for any of that business. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, but if you and if Brian and I were a couple of young twenty-one-year-olds, probably we'd probably go. Mm -hmm. I'd call you and go, Brian, let's go. Okay, whatever, dude. And yeah. we get in our cars and we go. 
I just I just would like let me Google really quickly where the nearest Holiday Inn Express is because I'm driving back there. I'll get there first thing in the morning, no problem. Yeah. But I'm staying at a Holiday Inn Express or something. Just yeah. my thing. Um, all right, here's one. Oh, weird. We got a geek questionnaire. That's an ad. Someone's sending us ads with our hashtag. All right, here we go. Um. <laughs> Uh, my third. Oh, so that's one from Wendy. Hold on. Dang it. Uh, what was the best way to. Oh, we did that one. Uh, okay. Had a dream. <laughs> I had a dream. This is Reverend Bob or Reverend Rob Horn. He says, I had a dream. I was listening to TMS and Wendy was on the Chick fil A. The Chick fil A cow. What does it mean? On the Chick fil A cow? So like on she top was, of uh... it, like riding it. Like up on yeah, top. Yeah, okay. Uh... I, I don't know. Huh. I can't answer this. Yeah, no, what does it mean? Uh, eat more chicken, <laughs> apparently, is what it means. <laughs> I don't know what to think of that. Uh, all right, here's one. Tim Moore. <laughs> when people yeah. tell me they are perfectionists, I often find this really means they can't make a decision and finish things and use the label perfectionist as a crutch for missing deadlines, apologizing for incomplete work, etc. Thoughts? Yeah, there's something to that for sure. I mean, it... it uh, they almost go hand in hand, being a perfectionist and then being um, procrastinatory because mm-hmm. you can easily explain it away. You can justify it with yourself by saying, oh, yeah, I didn't get that done. It wasn't right. I'm a perfectionist. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you. I think people probably do use it as a actually I don't ever trust anyone who gives themselves a label that they then can use in some way as a tool. Yeah. It's people who say, uh, who you know, go to uh, a job interview and they say, well, what's your what's your greatest weakness? Yeah, I'm too. I'm too uh, focused on my work, I'm too, or I'm too much I'm, of a perfectionist. Yeah. I'm too I'm, giving. I'm too. I, right, I, I'm, exactly. I'm too yes. willing to trust everyone. Like, <laughs> no, come on. Like, I, I make I, up things really well. <laughs> <laughs> when people say I'm humble, or they'll say, yeah. "Well, I'm a humble guy." Oh, I don't trust that. I don't trust it. Yeah. Nope. You got to nope. show me you're humble. You don't tell me. Exactly. And if exactly. you don't, if you're telling me, it better be after you showed me, or else <laughs> I don't trust it. Uh, all right, let's yeah. see. We got one more here from Jen Sandu Loveless. Okay. Uh, it says, is there somewhere, and this is for me and you, is there somewhere you get the guidelines, rules, etc., for that movie draft? I've been thinking about setting one up amongst my friends. Actually, I don't oh. know. Is there? Um, I don't know if there is, because they, they give it to us. Bryce just gives us, like, the, the breakdown, which is really, basically, you have $100 to spend, you bid on the movies, pull them up in a random order, yeah. and then um, you don't even need, like, if you have a phone, a timer, uh, a phone timer, mm-hmm. you don't even have to do the whole elaborate draft raptor thing that um, uh, that Night Attack has set up. Yeah, I see. You right, just do it with your friends like that. There is some funny. There's a funny reference in the 2015 post for this that says, <laughs> "Listen to this, dude." 2015 okay. movie, um, summer movie draft. This is so. This yeah. is some years ago. Hey, it's the movie draft. We've been doing this for five years now. If you don't know what the rules are, F you. Okay, fine. Each team gets 100 fake dollars to bid on in the upcoming super, super, uh, summer movies. Then whichever team movies grosses the most money over the course of the summer wins. They say it's that simple. Now, since then, I want to say they added like the percentage thing and some other stuff. Yes, they had to. They added that the year of The Force Awakens because Brian bought that the first year and ended up losing. Which was 2017, right? 
Yeah. 2017, right? I think mm-hmm. so. Oh, were we on this one? Yeah, we were. Me and you were on this one. Oh, what did we mm. pick? Does it say? Uh, Frog Pants. We had Unfriended. Oh, yeah, right. Mad uh-huh. Max Fury Road. You may have heard of That's it. That's right, yeah. <laughs> wow. Like, you even knew ahead of time that that was going to be a... Uh, I was so excited. Round. We almost yeah. won that year, I think. We did pretty well. We did. Yeah, I think we sec- came in second that year. Yeah, Pitch Perfect 2, Poltergeist, Terminator, Genesis, and Pixels. Pixels we bought for like three bucks. It was like... Yeah. It was. wasn't nice. Keep in mind, chat room. That's one- Okay, here's the other rule. The rule is that you're not supposed to buy movies based on how good you think they're going to be. You're supposed to buy movies based on how well you'll think they'll perform in domestic box office numbers. That's it. Right. That's so, why during the winter draft, I have to put my my Oscar uh, radar on check and say, yeah, it's going to be a good movie, but people aren't going to go see it in the theaters. They're going to wait and see when it comes to streaming. Which is hard for, I think, I shouldn't speak for you, but it sounds like it'd be hard for you because you really are in hard. Oscar mode during that time. Yeah, I totally am. Yeah, yeah it's very hard for me to, because a lot of these things will you know, have premiered at... Um, uh, at Cannes or at uh, Sundance or something like that and gotten a lot of early Oscar buzz. Mm-hmm. And uh, that doesn't matter. That doesn't translate to the average schmo taking his shoes off, watching a movie on the recliner in the AMC theater dollars. Truth. Truth in advertising right there. All right, well, there are your questions. Thanks for those. Ask TMS is the hashtag to use. You can use it all week. And apparently, Geek Questioner is using it every day. I don't know who this is, but they have... They have geekquestioner.com, uh, hashtag GQOTD2019, and then ask TMS hashtag. And it's all stuff about nerd stuff. But I don't know wow. why it's in the, in the days that we're not doing a show, we don't have PM, it's just filled with their crap. Really? Yeah. But it is it is uh, intended towards us. It's not like somebody else who's. Um... Well, no, I don't think it is intended toward us. I just oh, can't figure gotcha. out. Oh, what... gotcha. So somebody else using that same. I see what you're saying. I somebody can't figure out what it's what it's meant for. Like, it's hard for me to tell. Let's see if I can. Yeah, I can't tell what it means to them. Unless they're piggybacking it here because they know a bunch of people pay attention to this for oh, our show. Could be. Could be. Could be. Yeah. That. Well, anyway. By the way, we do have some uh, honey brunches of oats, chicken and waffle cereal coming. <gasps> courtesy of listener Dean. Thank you, Dean, for doing this. You, uh, you totally rock. I can't wait to try this on the show. He's the older handsome brother in Supernatural. Dean. <laughs> that's exactly who it is okay yes. yes awesome i didn't know that was happening because we couldn't find it we tried to right right yeah and no luck so no luck bring it on i'll be i'll even put found- milk in it i don't drink milk anymore but i'll do it for that wow yeah i haven't drank milk in hmm. the problem with doing that i mean is that that means you've got to um because when we do it during the show you've either got to put the milk in ahead of time mm. or you put the milk in right before we try it and then it just sits and gets soggy while we uh, continue the rest of the show. So you no. basically get two bites out of it and then, but you do you, we you could, do you. No, no, no. What I, you like, want to do. I think you're right. You, we, we have it in advance or when, you know, when you'd normally eat it and then we'll come to the show with our thoughts. There you go. Or you just doing a little ramekin, right? You put, uh, you have the cereal in a little ramekin. Yeah. You put a little milk in there, you eat the whole thing done and uh, nothing's getting soggy. Hold on. That's what's a, what's a ramekin? I don't know if that is. It's what it's what they uh, serve uh, creme brulee in one of those little, oh. those little ceramic bowls that are little. Okay, we have those. I didn't know they were yeah. called that though. Yeah. And I have a shot glass. Even <laughs> a shot glass. Well, you could do that. That's 
Says TMS. Yeah, a little shot of honey branches of oats, chicken and waffles. That's right. Uh, real quick here, a reminder about uh, uh, things are coming together uh, for the meetup. We mentioned it earlier with Dan, and uh, it's looking real good. So if you, uh, there are still a couple of tickets uh, available. There's not, lots of tickets available. Are there a lot? I don't we, know how many we need. There, well, here's the deal. We can now, well, you know what? I shouldn't say anything until the contract is signed on the Saturday night thing. We will have a lot of room, though. Okay, let's so. we'll say that. We'll say that. Right now, if we were doing things the way we normally do them, we'd be yes. about the ceiling of what we can do. Right. But if right. things go the way they're supposed to with the Saturday night plans, mm-hmm. it sounds like we've got mm-hmm. a lot more. So We have a lot more room. Which and would actually, of- we have a lot of room Thursday, too, for that matter. We do. Not a lot. We've got um, Thursday thing. They're expecting 125 to 150 people, but there's room for more because it's those, it's those uh, stands. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean we've we've got we've got space and the Friday night thing, sure. However many people, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. I just want to. I just so. what I want. What I want to make sure not to do is have enough people come, and then that I don't want people not to be able to get into one, but right. only into another. That would be lame. Right. No, no one's getting no one's getting uh, turned away at the door for any of this. Good. Oh yeah, Zoe asked. Just checking. Scott does have his room booked at the hotel, yes, right? Yes, I do. We did it early. It's all. Good. Did you? Okay. I know I reserved uh, ours. I haven't yet. I, I've I've reserved mine. I haven't yet uh, squared mine away, but I need to do that. Oh, this my weekend. wife. Oh. Trust me. My wife. First thing she said was, "Did you do it this time?" <laughs> yes, honey. Here's the info, and she took it and did it. So she did it for me. Nice. Okay. All right. right. I'm doing it too. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do she it. She didn't trust me after my screw up last year, and that was all me, by the way. It wasn't Brian. That was me. I screwed, oh, yeah, no. I screwed that up bad. Yeah, what's, when you asked, I was like, oh, crap, I screwed <laughs> up. And then I found the text from you where I or the text to you where I said, yeah, now go here to this link and buy your room. And, and yeah, you totally had me do it. I just didn't yeah. pay attention yeah. and forgot. <laughs> so this year we're good. Thank you, Zoe, though, for following up. I appreciate it. Okay, that's it for the show. If okay. you want to uh, support this show, you can. And the reason there's even a fifth episode a week on Fridays like this, this PM thing, is because you do. So go on over to patreon.com slash TMS and continue that trend, and we'll keep making these on Fridays. We really like doing them, and, you know, it's worth it when you guys are uh, bellying up like that. So big thanks to all of you. Uh, you can find us at frogpants.com slash TMS and uh, leave us a voicemail, like earlier, from Chad. 801-471-0462 is where you'll send that. And you can also email us morningstream at gmail.com. For all leave else, him sober, leave him drunk, just leave us a message. Doesn't matter. Yep. His were short, you know, he, he didn't yeah. leave the big rambling ones. We'll take those more than any others. Um, also, the website, frogpants.com slash TMS. We play a song on Fridays as well. Brian will introduce it and we'll play it out. What do you got? That's right. Carl wrote in and said, Greetings, Waldorf and Statler. Thursday will be my wife's 43rd birthday, and the day after will be our sixth wedding anniversary. Now, keep in mind, this actually is from about. Um, a week ago, sorry, two weeks ago, uh, it just didn't work out last week, obviously. And we had a bunch of requests for, uh, for the, the previous week. So I had to push it to this week. So Carl, if you're listening, this is, this is for you. Mm. Uh, Carl says, Tracy is my best friend, partner, soulmate, and she's my world. I couldn't function without her. Mm. I'd love it if you could play a cover of any Ed Sheeran song on the 22nd, 23rd, or any day around then. Well, this happens to be one of the days around then for her. She is my everything. Thanks guys. Carl from the UK. Well, Carl from the UK, I know it's late, but I've got one for you right now. And this is cool because this was actually recorded there in the UK for BBC Radio One's Live Lounge way back in 2015. Um, I love this. This is a great cover. It is Ed Sheeran covering Hosier. 
and take me to church. Hosier, I love their name. Hosier. It's not really hosier, right? Like the people that do your hosiery. I don't think it's. I don't think it's hosier. <laughs> I think it's. I think they pronounce it hosier. Oh, okay. I don't know. Who does yeah. my hoses? That's what I want to know. Is it a your hosier? hosier? A professional I'm, hosier. Me, I'd better consult my hosier. <laughs> All right. Well, here's that. We'll play it now, and we'll be back on Monday, and then film sack this weekend also. So check that out. And there will be dungeons on Saturday and skim on Sunday. <laughs> Maybe things. I have too many things. Uh, thank you, everybody. We'll see you then. My love has got humor. She's the giggle at a funeral. Knows everybody's disapproval. I should have worshipped her sooner. If the heavens ever could speak, she's the last true mouthpiece. Every Sunday's getting more bleak. Fresh poison each week. We were born sick. I heard them say it. My church offers no absolutes. Told me worship in the bedroom. Only heaven I'll be sent to is when I'm alone with you. We were born sick, but I love it. Command me to be well. Amen. Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I hate it!